Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Welcome in another episode of I Want Your Flex. He's Mike Harmon. That's Ryan Bershinger. Yes, I'm Dan Beyer. Get Mike at Swollen Dome. You can find Ryan at Ryan Bershinger. Hit me up at Dan Beyer on Fox, which I did have somebody hit me up. I talked about some fantasy questions last week, and Mike actually hit on Saints defense. We saw that. Boom, yeah. Our buddy Scott uh, tweeted him before kickoff, said go with the Saints, and boy, did they come through. I also had a guy say, hey, what does Dan Byer think about Bill Belichick now? I got into it with him a couple of years ago on social media. True, that was the actual tweet that it was. Like, this guy has been holding the receipt for two or three years. <laughs> and I, I guess good on him, you know, like for doing so and remembering. But I have been a Belichick supporter. It has waned over these last couple of weeks. I don't think it takes away the accomplishments in New England 
Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how my week ended up going. Nice. I, I'm I'm all over the map. Uh, the guillotine league survive. I've got one team that that's racing out to first place in a division. I've got a team that's middling and and just kind of cruising along. And I've got a team that's winless because my quarterbacks, uh, Justin Fields, gave me big points this week. But the other two guys are hurt, and two other starters hurt. And Saquon Barkley, I'm holding a candle vigil. So there you go. Barkley's been a killer was the reason that I got chopped in a guillotine league. I, Mike, wish I had better success than you. At the time of this recording, and we need to let you in because I need to let you in on this because of the story. We are doing this prior to Packers Raiders. Going into this Monday night game that now when you hear this podcast, it'll be Tuesday. I am in the uh, unenviable position, Mike, of losing a close game and not having any play on Monday night and being so far behind in another game that I would need Jordan Love to throw all eight of his touchdown passes to either Romeo Dobbs or A.J. Dillon. <laughs> to have, and it is such an empty feeling. Like, I just want week five to end. Like, I need us to get to week six. I need Chiefs Broncos from KC to be here on Thursday night because it is one of those empty feelings. And I know that people have that feeling. I am feeling it at the end of week five where you just want the... The week over with you just want it done with because the things didn't go right and it is such a we talk about sports calendars a lot and I, it's not that uh, this is not new this happens every year there's a week where you're just like man not a lot went right for me this past week and I just can't wait to get to the next week and that's where I was in week five so I wish I was you with one team that was rolling I do have a team that's pretty good but they're the ones that are getting blown out right now and it's just it's not a fun feeling and I think those are the emotions that come with fantasy football why I just say I hate football uh, so often on, on these <laughs> podcasts and shows. You think you've got it figured out, and then bam! Something smashes you in the face uh, and, and takes you down. The, the one that I'm most concerned with, though, is I'm trying to defend one of these uh, analyst uh, league drafts where you pick, and then it's the uh, best ball scenario for the year. So it's like, how well did I draft, plus did I keep guys out of the trainer's room? Thus far, it's been an okay run. A lot of luck, but, you know, with 20-man rosters, in, in theory, you know, you account for some disasters. Uh, but some of it is just uh, I'm watching um, landmines all over there, the place. There, so the Saquon Barkley argument <sighs> is is one where you're wishing and hoping that he stays out because there's an injury history, right? I mean, like, there's if he gets hurt, you're, you kind of blame yourself. Right, to because, a degree, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you went in and you pushed all in. It's the argument that we had with uh, McCaffrey when we talked about it for the particular best ball league where I'm sitting in third a few points behind the leader. But very much the same thing. It's like, can he do back-to-back healthy years? Barkley was the same question. Mm-hmm. And one's burning you right now, and the other one is uh, doing – you know, fairly well. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and but but that's the the great um, mystery with some some of these players, right? How much it becomes a consistent theme versus a blip on the radar, right? If if you're looking, at, you know, take it to the quarterback position right now. Given the last three years, we've already used up half of Lamar Jackson's starts. Sure. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. 
Right? I yeah. mean, look, and now yeah. you just pray that the receivers actually catch a ball for him every once in a while going forward and that he doesn't make a bad pass in the end zone. All of it, you know, I don't excuse him for it, but seven drops. How the hell does a team drop the ball seven times? Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you're you're right. That's it, And there, there are – issues with the Ravens but to your point of like now are you just sitting there on Razor's edge do you try to trade Lamar Jackson I don't know how you can uh you know after that performance may want to wait a different week it is it is crazy on how the injuries play a part I take T Higgins injury for example remember he was dinged up a couple of times last year Mm -hmm. and there was a game where he suited up but he didn't play and then there was another time when they kept him out longer than they needed that is the situation in Cincinnati where the Bengals are are constructed in a way where it is such a boom for Jamar Chase. And we saw it in week five. Like if you like if you have Jamar Chase, this sounds awful, but you want T. Higgins to get injured because it is better for you. If you have any stock in any other giant, you can't afford Saquon Barkley to get hurt. You know, it's it's yeah. I mean these are these these aren't mind-blowing things but it shows you the difference in injuries and how they play out in fantasy football and and how things can have trickle-down effects so the team that ends up losing T Higgins screwed right now team that has Jamar Chase they're 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 flying high team that doesn't have Saquon Barkley screwed right now team that has Darren Waller's been screwed since week 1 um, you know that, that that was a joke, but it is. I mean, there's varying degrees of of how these injuries play out, and some teams take off because of certain injuries, while others who have Saquon Barkley, like I do in the league, are maybe trailing a bit behind. Well, since you brought up the T Higgins things, it, it now becomes a how hurt is he? Because he's in a contract year, so you know he doesn't want to be sitting out. So to to not get cleared and, and not be able to play, that injury's got to be significant. Yeah, I. I, they just they played it safe with him last year. Remember Jamar Chase in the preseason saying, "Hey, Joe Burrow, sit out." They yep. obviously haven't rolled the dice, but you wonder, like, why would you roll the dice with Joe Burrow, and then with T. Higgins, play it safe? Yeah. So I'm getting mixed messages from what the Bengals are doing, but uh, in in any essence, it seems to be uh, quite the. Uh, Quite the boom for Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase. I think they've broken out of their funk, and they got the Seahawks coming up in Week Six. Ooh, already off the bye. Yeah, already a field goal favorite. And another reason why I'm a, a bit cranky is I was I don't think it was done like 10, 11 points going into Sunday night, and uh, the guy I was playing had a his kicker remaining, and I had C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard, and I oh. did and I and didn't win. And this is this is where Dax interceptions kill you. Like it's just it is it is so bad because not only are they turning over possessions, the defense can't get any stops. So it was just it's a recipe for success. I have a feeling that I am not alone out there for people who needed just minimal from CD Lamb or Tony Pollard. They happen to be on my same team. But that's what Dak a Dak like performance on Sunday night can do to you when just nothing goes right. And it ends up having so many dominoes because you're not sustaining drives. You're not, you know, tit for tat on the scores, Mike. It was just a very, very tough night if you had pretty much any Dallas Cowboy against San Francisco. Well, I mean, it prompts people to start tweeting out about how C.D. Lamb's not a number one receiver and is relegated to uh, bum status. I mean, you know, the trickle-down effect is immense, That's true. That's true. 
That is true. There are people tweeting such. But, yeah, it, it's, it flows terribly. You can't get the run game started. Turnovers. I mean, with Dak, yes, the three goes into his interception column. But, you know, as we do with most quarterbacks, you know, if you really want to get nuanced, they're not, his, they're not all his fault. But in the end, it doesn't matter. They go down as interceptions just the same, right? If we're going to do that for bloop base hits in, in baseball and broken bats, uh, singles that loop over a shortstop's head, um, look, it, it counts as a line drive single to, in the box score. Likewise here, however it goes down for fantasy purposes, it's an interception. It's a connection with the receiver uh, and timing that wasn't there and – you know, we, we talked about it last week a bunch was, you know, questioning how good Dallas truly was at doing for lack of a better term. Nah, it's one of my favorite terms. They were doing some bum slaying to start the season. Sure. Sure. Right. And, and now you you had a huge step up in class and all of a sudden the heavyweight champion of the world standing on the other side and Brock Purdy and he he gave you the F five repeatedly. It was the the interception that uh, Tayshawn Gibson had of Dak. That was the bomb, the one that he overthrew. Mm-hmm. I think he overthrew Cooks or whoever it was that was going deep. But Cooks uh, with seventy three receiving yards thus far. He was going to be the game changer for them. But like that int by Dak is not like Josh Allen said he threw against in the hat. It was like a Josh Allen week one interception. Yeah, let, but, let me throw it up for grabs and hopefully yeah, my guy finds it. That's what that was. Like in week five, Josh Allen threw an interception that ended up being kind of an arm punt, as you like to say, Mike. That's what it was. Saved them maybe 10 seconds on the clock, or they threw one up for digs and ended up being picked off. That's I, I don't I don't have a problem with that, like if you're Josh Allen, but that that's what I felt like Dax was against the 49ers. It was just it's just bad. Like there's no reason to throw that ball. You could at least mm-hmm. give Josh Allen an excuse to throw that football. And Dax just ints were just killers. And you know that was one of them. That's not just a hey. I'm trying to make a play. You overshot your receiver by eight yards enough where that the safety then could catch it and run it back 40 yards. Yeah. Like it just it's just an absolute mess. Too much arm strength, Dan. Yes. Something we don't talk about with many quarterbacks. I mean, I'm going to take the positive of it. Look at the arm strength on Dak Prescott. <laughs> and at that point, the game's 28 to 10. Sorry, you know, I can't tell I have sour grapes, but I think a lot of the Cowboy fans are are feeling the same way. And the Niners, by the way, because they can dominate the ball and dominate the clock, then don't give you any leeway. And that's why the Cowboys only have the football for 22 minutes. And five of those were pretty meaningless because Cooper Rush was in the game for those. And then you get to see old Jordan Mason uh, running, running amok, by the way, taking a handoff. Oh, Sam I had to play him in a guillotine league last week that I got chopped because my team was so bad. And now, and then this week is the week. This week, Mitchell's yeah, unavailable. Now you know why I'm in such a bad mood that there is. All right, let's let's liven things up. <laughs> He's we're gonna talk some good stuff. The the highs of week five in the National Football League. Plus, a little bit later on in the podcast, Michael have his waivers. Bursch is hanging out on the other side of the glass. Mike Harmon's here. I'm Dan Byer. It's all next year, and I want your flex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on I Want Your Flex, he's Mike Harmon, I'm Dan Byer, that's Ryan Bershinger. There were some significant injuries that did occur in Week 5, and moving forward will uh, have an effect on how you play and who you play. Mike, one of the biggest. Colts got a big win against the Titans, but lost rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson in the process. Right when you think everything's going to start popping, right? Jonathan Taylor comes in. You've got him. Zach Moss says, eh, not so fast. I'm still a beast here. Uh, and then Richardson leaves for the third third time this season. 
So we've already seen Minshew a couple of times. You saw him in in, in situational uh, football, and then obviously bigger bigger tasks. And then comes into this one, they they get a win, and Minshew mania starts again. So you, you look at Josh Downs, you look at some of the receiving options that that take a, a bounce. But for Richardson. You know, he's a guy that you were hoping if you went in on him fantasy-wise that the rushing yards would be there and that over time he and, and Pittman and, and Downs and, and with Taylor or Moss or whoever was going to be in the backfield, that it was going to be enough to make him fantasy viable. And, and now you, you start worrying about the guy on a larger a larger time frame, right, and, and career-wise in terms of his um, sliding um, self-preservation yes. skills, all of those things issue. that aren't there, right? So, yeah, not, he, from the last word we saw is three to six weeks, but, um, you know, that's a roster spot. Go make a claim. Uh, depending on the depth of your league, you, you may be uh, really wringing your hands as to what's left. I know you and Burst uh, tapped into Jonathan Taylor last week, but as you mentioned, you know, Zach Moss had the big day. I do think it's interesting with the Colts. I do think all of their, as you mentioned, pass cut, uh, catchers get a boost. But now you don't have to worry about Anthony Richardson taking away any of your rushing touchdowns, right? Sure. Hoarding those. But the question is now, what do you – like, I have I had Zach Moss in a league and didn't play him because it, what was the point? I thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be back. Kudos to those who did because they felt that Taylor would be on a limited count. But how much can you trust it going forward? After the Jaguars this week, they've got the Browns and Saints, and then you have a matchup against the Panthers, which should be gettable. But I'm just wondering on how this is all going to work out just with Moss and Taylor over the next couple of weeks because it's not like one is really different than the other and say, oh, this one can be used in third down or in pass-catching right. situations. They, they may not have the same exact running style, but I don't know how different of a running back that they really are. More or less the same guy, I would agree. So it's just more a uh, how do we keep those fresh bulldozing legs going? Sure. Uh, and they did get the boost on the O line this week uh, with Kelly coming back. You know, obviously, you know some some big news for he and and, and his family, and then getting right, getting out of concussion protocol. So so good things there, and, and obviously having your anchor is is huge. Uh, but Minshew, in theory, now you get more balance in your offense. So the running game stays dangerous. I mean, both of those guys, short-term, flex-worthy for sure. And then we'll see how the workload split happens. But given the uh, craziness of the running back position, Dan, I would say you're probably starting both of them, even against tougher opposition going forward, just based on touch counts. Sure, sure. Fair enough. Justin Jefferson... Vikings are going to play it safe with him in his hamstring injury. Still trying to find out more information about it. Vikings don't have a bye until week 13. So there's not like a week 7 or week 8 bye that we're like, okay, they're going to hold Jefferson out until this point. That's far away. Kevin O'Connell says that they're not going to rush it, not going to try to rush him back from it. I had Jordan Addison as my give you one reason to start a guy. Yeah, you did. Just because it couldn't get any worse from the week prior, and he got into the end zone, and now he may be target number one in Minnesota for a team that seems to have some problems on offense. Slide, slide him up. I mean, one thing we know is Captain Kirk will still sling it around, right? Because the run game has been, what, meandering would yep. be the kind way to say it. Mm -hmm. So it really, with the defense struggling as it has in the back seven, He's going to have to put the ball up. Addison ascends to that one slash one ache with Hawkinson, 
and then you know KJ Osborne suddenly becomes fantasy viable again um, in, instead of the wing and a prayer. Uh, I'm desperate because of bye weeks or injuries. This injury opens up uh, opportunity. Yeah, it's, you know, for Jefferson, it's tough, right? You want to put up monster numbers, everybody looking for a huge season. And certainly he was a guy that was argued up towards that number one or number two pick overall based on his dominance. And now we may not see him a while. Like whenever you start saying, well, there's no need to rush him back. It's like, one, you've already told me you're punting on your final 12 games. Sure season uh which to nobody's surprise but you know at some point and i know they've they've got issues in the quarterback room too right backups not there you got a third stringer so folks are like well why would you trade kirk cousin like well because if you want to tank you want to do so you know in the best of worlds to where you're guaranteeing you're you're in your worst position and i i know you don't want to do that to the fans but you're being realistic about it is if we're going to suck anyway why don't we go get assets for Kirk and if Jefferson's hurt there's no need to rush him back still figuring out contracts and whatever else well at worst it's a franchise tag so you move on from there sure that's a it's a very astute point because I I was getting to the point where I just thought to myself you know what they're not going to trade Kirk Cousins. It's not going to happen. Not that I thought it was realistic anyway. But now, Mike, as you say, one and four, not going to have your star wide receiver. Bye is way off in the distance. You got a matchup with the 49ers coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, that's another loss. So even if you beat your Bears, you know, coming up in week six, you probably have an L coming, and you have to be realistic on what to do for the season. Yeah, something to look ahead to. I'm curious about Cam Akers and Ty Chandler for the simple reason of, I know Madison caught a touchdown pass against the Chiefs, Mike, but at some point do you see like, okay, maybe we just give one of these guys the opportunity just to see what they can do if nobody else is there. Yeah, it's it's crazy, right? I mean, you make the trade to bring in Akers for what? Yeah. Right? I mean, you had Chandler, and, and again, you know, jury's out as to whatever, and Madison's there, and uh, not were you trying to sell Jefferson? You don't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or thinking that you were going to get some huge think, injection of of support in the run game? I, I, don't, I don't know. I think the reason they did it is the reason why I think you should maybe take a flyer on Chandler or Akers is because they know what they have in Madison, and it isn't yeah. much. That would be that would be the thing. Well, he's just a guy, right? He was a good number yeah. two. Right, yeah, he was a good number two to yeah. Dalvin Cook. We talked about him a lot. You know, he's one of those guys like Tony Pollard and some of these others. We really liked him as second second guys, right? And then when they ascend to the top spot, it's like, eh. I mean, Raheem Mostert, another great example. Sure. Right, he could be the number one sometimes, but if you're in a situation where long term Achan isn't available because of this knee thing. Is he a guy that's a number one long-term at 15 to 20 touches? He's had injury history, but he can make yeah. the same plays A-Chan can, um, I think. I don't know. Maybe well, but I'm that's still, just it. Yeah. You, you think, right? Yes. But but again, given the injury history, given whatever, is he a guy you want You know, in yeah. the offense where it is now where he's – you know, halftime, great. But just saying, you know, you and I doing the shows and, and the podcast for years, we've always loved these guys in secondary roles, expand them a bit, and then when they get to that top spot, it's like, all right, maybe we went a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> maybe a little bit too far. Uh, but, yeah, with Chandler and Akers, uh, you would certainly 
think they, they get a, a better opportunity. And, and maybe the run game, if they can figure out a way to uncork that a little bit, uh, could be a recipe to stabilize things and, uh, you know, take a little off of Captain Kirk. Not that sure. people want to see the pass game uh, get torn asunder, but also the idea that, you know, maybe you could grind out a win or two that way. Maybe off in the distance, I would say, just to put those yeah. guys. Well, of course, you know, folks are, are saying they played, th- what, 14 or 15 guys uh, against them this week because of, um, you know, all the referees being in the bag for the Chiefs. <laughs> That's Had every week. It. That's every week. He's yeah. Mike Harvin. That's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Dan Beyer. Put your helmet on, Dan. <laughs> Akers and Chandler may be off in the distance. Who should you pick up in week six or leading into it? Mike's going to tell you next right here on I Want Your Flex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's wrap this up. He's Mike Carmen. That's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Dan Beyer. Hit up Mike at Swollen Dome. You can hit me up at Dan Beyer on Fox and find Bersh at Ryan Bershinger. Let's get to some waiver wire ads for week six, Mike. Uh, the week starts Thursday with the uh, Chiefs and Broncos playing, but let's look at some uh, some matchups, some guys that you may want to uh, pick up on the waiver wire as you get set for the upcoming week. Yeah, as we start looking, we've got some injury report uh, from our guy, A-Chan, uh, has been fantastic but now he's injured and you start looking down and wishing wanting hoping for the Dolphins depth chart right you would look and say hey it's Jeff Wilson well he's not ready yet either so a lot of Raheem Mostert in the interim and folks that have been riding HN uh, have to sit and wait I guess Chris Brooks or Ahmed uh, are the next men up for now so uh, waiver wire available in a lot of leagues likewise we, we look at uh, Imari Dimercato out of TCU for Arizona 10 for 45 yards uh, James Conner knee injuries got to get looked at so uh, hopefully nothing long long term but short term got him and they also claim Tony Jones, who might have been on the back end of your roster for a couple of weeks over in New Orleans. He got waived. Arizona picked him up, so potential for an opportunity there. Uh, Rashad Johnson uh, with the news that the Bears will be without Herbert for a couple of weeks after that gruesome injury on Thursday night. Uh, You got Justice Hill. Um, Look, the fumble was costly, but got a touchdown, catches the ball out of the backfield. Still opportunity there in Baltimore. Uh, You look at Going a little bit deeper, you got Spears in Tennessee alongside Derrick Henry. A little more of a workload split. Why? Because they can't pass the ball. Uh, 11 carries, 69 yards. Opportunity available in about 75% of leagues. Then we go to the wide receiver position. Uh, we've got Downs. Why? Because Gardner Minshew is going to quarterback for a while. They're in Indianapolis passing game. Let's switch to offense number two. So an opportunity there. Minshew also uh, a guy you're going to look to, especially in deeper leagues. Make sure you play a little bit of defense uh, because he will wing it around. We've seen that before. He has no conscience. Uh, Josh Reynolds and Jamison Williams, two guys that are still available in about 40 to 50% of leagues. So you want to take a look there. Detroit's offense being for real, so opportunity there. A couple of tight ends and Logan Thomas and Dalton Schultz really are where we're going. And then if you want to get cute, because eventually someone's going to start calling plays by staging a coup in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, because Deontay Johnson's available in about a third of leagues right now, fellas. So uh, a pl- playmaker comes back. Will he be utilized? I don't know. The I, the shot of Canada uh, up in the booth after a touchdown to take a lead was pretty damning. Everybody else is excited. He looked kind of upset that a play worked. <laughs> 
and something went right for the Steelers offense. But uh, there's a quick look. We'll uh, hit it more on X as these injury situations become more clear yeah. during the course of the week. Yeah, the Canada situation was weird. Again, I don't know what to believe on social media. You know, I don't know if it was a Kenny Pickett audible. That's what we were made to believe that it was. <laughs> it was just super weird. By the way, good uh, good news, as you said, with uh, Deontay Johnson coming back. Steelers and Packers have the bye in week six. And quite honestly, um, you probably don't have too many guys from those teams playing. Yeah. Or, you know, unless you're in deeper leagues, you're going to have to, you know, replace, uh, you know, Romeo Dobbs or Aaron Jones. It's the reason why he set out against uh, the Raiders. Just uh, two teams on bye in week six. So uh, plan accordingly, if you will. And another fun and exciting London game. So yay. Yes. Titans, Ravens. Yeah, let's get excited audience. there. Ravens going to be there all week long. Uh, not doing the Bills just show up on Friday. And the Jaguars, of course, were Did there. Did the Bills show up? <laughs> it took them four quarters. What a terrible And then terrible it was too little too late. Was. Little Gabe Davis and not much else. No, not much else. Uh, a little bit of Mike Carmen, a little bit of me, a little bit of Ryan Bershinger. And that's it for I Want Your Flex. So uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. We'll be back tomorrow talking about more of the hot topics of the National Football League, plus uh, getting you set for week six in the NFL. So for Bursch and Harmon, I'm Dan Beyer. We'll talk to you next time right here on I Want Your Flex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.